0: Every time I meet the, 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 from her, I, I feel I could do better. I just, I just, I just feel, um, sad that I already, um, had the radio myself that to not too many So I don't think I need anybody else to tell me that I'm not doing I do don't, enough. I don't want anybody else to, to, to help me profound um, the feeling, to, uh, to, uh, to sound it out loud like I'm in love for me. I know I am doing my best, my best right now. I know it's good enough, but you're making me feel that it's not good enough. Like I'm, I'm tired. I am
1: I am tired. Welcome to the Mama I Hear You podcast, stories for moms by moms. I'm so happy you are here. I'm your host Jamie Evans and I have two boys, 4 and 7. This is a place where we can all connect, support each other and share our stories. This episode will be the last episode of season one, and I just want to give a big thank you to all of you that have listened and have reached out to me and supported this podcast. It's been pretty amazing, so thank you. Today's story is about Binta and her struggles with breastfeeding. A lot of moms struggle with breastfeeding. It can be really, really hard. But her struggles to breastfeed and the pressure to give her baby breast milk have been amplified to such a degree that she is willing to hurt herself time and time again to get even an ounce of breast milk without blood in it. Meet Binta. Binta has two girls. One is um
0: five years old. The other is... Um... Months old. I am from Nigeria, uh, married to a Ghanaian,
1: and um, right now we're currently based in Malaysia. This overwhelming pressure to breastfeed started when Binta was in the hospital. I don't know whether it happens in other countries, but over here, they preach breastfeeding to
0: you, and the teaching or the lectures make you feel less of a mom if
1: you're not breastfeeding your baby. Binta actually really wanted to breastfeed her baby. She breastfed her first daughter for almost two years, but her milk just wasn't coming in at the hospital, and she didn't want her baby to be hungry either. The two days I spent in the
0: hospital, I was in a hurry to leave because the pressure for me to breastfeed was so much.
1: The hospital made
0: her feel that giving your baby formula is wrong. The first two days, nothing was coming out of my breast, but then like, continue, continue, give her, give her. And my baby will always be crying for food, you know? And I was like, yes, I'll give
1: her breast, but let me give her formula first because she's crying. Even though Binta requested it, the hospital was pretty adamant against giving Binta's baby formula. On the second day at the hospital, Binta asked the nurse to press on her breast to prove to her that no milk was coming out.
0: They pushed it so hard that uh, when they press it, nothing is coming out, truly. And I'm like, "This is my second day in the it's my baby's and my baby was crying." And I told them that she's crying a lot; she's hungry
1: again. Binta asked for formula, and the hospital was against it. Instead of giving her baby formula. They lectured her on the benefits of breastfeeding. I'm
0: um, like, this baby is crying for two days now. Kelly. You could just give her
1: small food like that and you think she'll be fine. Finally, she had just had enough and she told the pediatrician that I going to tell my
0: husband to buy formula and I'm going to bring it in here and I'm going to give her. So they're like, no, don't worry. We have our own baby food here that we'll give the baby. They started giving her a little meals they also said they were trying to be careful so when um, breast milk start coming out my baby is not used to something else and does no one breast anymore so I I understood that although we can feel like I am not doing enough I just gave birth two days ago so I'm still healing and the pressure to breastfeed the lectures You are silently putting pointers even without talking. You are silently putting pointers to make someone feel Did I say guilt trip? To make someone feel like they're not doing
1: well. After she left the hospital, her milk finally came in and she was able to breastfeed her daughter exclusively for about the first month. But then everything
0: changed. One day I was breastfeeding her and all of that have found I saw don't. And at first I was shocked, like, where's the blood coming from? So I, I moved to my breast and I saw that my breast was bleeding. There was blood all over my face. So I think and used the wipe to wipe me with his mouth. And I went to the hospital.
1: The hospital told her she had injuries to her breast, likely because her baby wasn't latching properly in the beginning.
0: I was still it big, so the breast can heal.
1: Her breast finally healed, but since her baby was not latching, she decided to pump to get the breast milk. But as soon as she started to pump, the injury started to return. Is, my breast will be healing and there will be blood again. So even though pumping caused her breast to peel and bleed, Binda felt this immense guilt about not being able to breastfeed her baby. And it just felt like everywhere she turned, she received the message that she was failing as a mom if she had to supplement with formula. So she continued to pump because sometimes she could get a little bit of milk before her breasts would start to bleed. I think I would have been comfortable giving my baby formula
0: and breast milk they did little so I could give her. But people were making me feel like I was I was a bad name. They would say, breastfeed her, give her her breast milk. And don't you know the benefits of it? And I'm like, I give my first baby, I know the benefits. It's not like I'm a first-time mom. I
1: know all the benefits. They were making me feel so guilty. Binta doesn't like to get asked the question of "Are you breastfeeding?" and she's especially wary of it when she has to go to the hospital for her postpartum check-ins and her babies as well. When I have to go to the hospital, I'm always afraid of that question and the lecture that comes with it, and it looks like I'm not doing well. It wasn't just peeling and bleeding. Benta also started to feel this excruciating pain when she would try to pump as well. My husband will see me crying
0: and I'm pumping, I'm trying, even with the pain. If towel should brush my nipple, I would be screaming so bad. I don't know how to explain the pain. It's so painful. When I'm pumping, I'm crying in pain because I start feeling this electrifying, sharp pain in my breast. But I'm still doing it because I feel she needs it. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough.
1: She finally reached a point where she felt like she just had to stop. The injuries to her breasts and the bleeding had just gotten too bad. There was a time that when it was so bad, I could not bleed anymore that I stopped for a while. But when she went to her postnatal checkup, the doctor asked her, How is breastfeeding?
0: I said, I can't breastfeed. I'm in pain. I can't be in pain anymore. It's so painful. I was trying to even explain the kind of pain, how excruciating it is.
1: So after Benta tells her doctor that she's made the decision to stop breastfeeding, because it causes her this excruciating pain and injury to her breast, her doctor says, don't worry about it, and sends her to a class so she can keep breastfeeding.
0: Don't try to lactation school. Not a lactation class, I'll send you there. Don't worry. It should be easy. It's not a big issue.
1: Wanting to feel like she tried everything, Benta signed up for the lactation classes.
0: What I mean for lactation classes, like it just feels like you must do it. It's like there's no other solution. The class was more of the benefits of breastfeeding your baby than even your own health, than how I was feeling, than the pain I was going through.
1: Binta starts explaining her situation to the lactation nurse at the class. I'll see the. I'm seeing you. It's painful. My nipple is always peeling. She told her not to worry, that lots of moms have gone through this, but really emphasized again how important it is for her as a mom to get this breast milk for her daughter. I was told that maybe my pumping machine
0: was not the right size. I was like, this is what I used for my first baby and this not, did not happen. So to me, I feel it's the right size. But since you are saying it may not be the right size, let it be that I did everything I could do from my end. Let it not be, I did not listen. So I went, bought another one that they said was the recommended size of my breast, still the same thing, like still bleeding. My my whole breast was
1: with sore. Again. The two biggest emotions that come up for Vinta when she has to supplement with formula are shame and guilt. When, she, when
0: people ask me, "Are you breastfeeding?" When people ask me such questions, it's a reaction that kills. I know I'm not supposed to take it too so hard, but I'm already feeling guilty. So when you start reacting that way, when you start to say, "You're yeah, not. Then why you're not breastfeeding?" Why this hits me is because I'm already feeling guilty about other things like I'm working already compared to my sales child, and now I'm not breastfeeding. So it's an accommodation of so many things that is making me feel I am not doing enough for her. My sales baby, I spent more than a year with her, only at home, just the two of us. But now I can't because I'm working. I'm not giving her my full attention. Like my sales baby, even if she's sleeping, I'm awake, smiling, looking at her. But this summer, she's sleeping. I'm trying to work, you know. I'm a freelancer, so I work my own time. So I feel I'm not giving her my full attention. Now you're making me feel guilty, not breastfeeding. If the baby gets sick or something, you start feeling like maybe because I didn't give breastfeeding. Or if anything goes wrong, because I didn't do this, maybe because I did not do that. Every time I meet the 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 love so her, I I feel I can do better. I just I just I just feel uh um, sad that I've already um had the radio on myself that I'm about doing it off. So I don't think I need anybody else to tell me that I'm about doing it off. I don't I don't want anybody else to, to to help me and profound the feeling to uh, to, uh, to sound it out loud like I'm in love for me. I know I am doing my best. My best right now. I know it's good enough. But you keep me feel that it's not good enough, No, you know? I'm, like I'm I'm tired,
1: like I am I am tired. Binta decided to talk to her baby's pediatrician at the hospital about what was going on. And when the pediatrician saw her breast, the one that was really injured at that time, she said, Oh, this
0: breast has so much injuries. Like, please don't, if you're trying to pump, don't pump with that breast because it's going to be so painful. And like, so she understands that it's painful for good, okay? It was going to be so painful.
1: It was the first healthcare professional since Binda's baby was born that made her feel like it was okay to supplement with formula.
0: So she was like, yes, you
1: can keep her formula
0: as this is happening.
1: This was a huge deal to Binda. But having this moment where she didn't feel like a horrible mom if she had to supplement with formula was short-lived. After this appointment with her baby's pediatrician, Binda decided to stop by the pharmacy and buy some formula.
0: So when I went to the pharmacy, I was like, I boldly walked in there and I was like, I want to buy formula for my <laughs> baby.
1: <laughs> and when she asked to buy a formula at the hospital pharmacy. One of the attendants immediately kind of pulled her aside in this hush-hush type of way.
0: So one of the attendants just took me to the corner and she whispered, I said, I'm sorry, was whispering, like, formula is a forbidden word that should not be used in the hospital. Like, I'm sorry, we cannot say a formula to you because the hospital
1: kicks against it. They want to encourage mothers to breastfeed. The attendant at the pharmacy told her that if the pharmacy sold formula, they would get sanctioned by the hospital.
0: And I'm like, huh? And that passed the message to me like, I must really be doing something wrong, buying formula for my
1: baby. How weird is that to be pulled aside? Yeah, I
0: felt like I was buying a culture band, you know, it's like formula was like they made formula a culture band in the hospital over there. So when she said it to me, I really felt so bad that day when I go home. I felt like I'm not doing the notes and I brought out my pumping machine and started pumping again. It was like I was just punishing myself. Or I felt like, yes, you need to punish yourself to get this for your daughter, you know? That made me feel that I am doing something so bad. I, 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 I do not even
1: know how to put it in words that I, I am ashamed that I am giving it. Benta really wants to feel like she's doing everything possible on her end to give her baby breast milk, so she still tries to pump even if she can only get a few drops. Are you getting enough milk to feel like it's worth it?
0: It would even, even what, if I get um, one ounce or one ounce or ten ml. I am happy, but it it just feels like as far as there is a touch of risking about, even if it's a even if it's a drug, I am happy. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Like I'm happy, like, even if it's a drug, I am I am happy when I give it.
1: Nanta's mom and her five year old daughter worry that she's hurting herself. My mom's always please stop
0: because you can hurt yourself. My mom was like, "Don't please, this, these are your breasts. Um, don't so let's turn to something else before um it's put on to a medical condition or because you are hurting yourself, you are bleeding, bleeding. Before you go, what's something else in there that you did not plan to that you did not plan to enjoy yourself or something know, anything could happen. And even when she tells me that I simple <laughs> <laughs> I still try like." Like yesterday, I'm shouting. My my daughter ever says, Tommy, you said it's painful that you not doing it again. Why are you doing it? And I'm like, I tell her I respect you for over two years. I need to do the same thing for your sister.
1: <laughs> do you have a time frame in your mind of like, here is when I would get to a point where I would be okay with saying I did my absolute best, but I don't want to hurt. My body.
0: I was thinking six months. Like, let me just push myself to six months since they always shout six months exclusive. I, I'm giving myself six months because they always shout six months exclusive, six months exclusive. So I'm trying to say, okay, I'll try for this six months and see. Like, yesterday I pushed myself. It was yesterday I told you that I was treating again. game of treating from the left breast when I tried yesterday to give. The good thing was I noticed one time. So the so I got, I was able to save it before the blood started trickling inside. Or the thing is, if I want to advise anybody, I would say... Just do your best, you know. Because you also need to take care of yourself to be nice for this kids.
1: Why aren't you listening your... to that yourself? That's
0: the thing. I I I don't know why I am not. If someone was in my situation, this is what I would tell the person. Well, I'm not taking the advice for myself.
1: I noticed that. <laughs> you seem very determined. That's his way. <laughs> I have a question. What would you want your daughter to do in the same situation?
0: If she was facing something like this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell her that um, There are so many moms out there who have uh, experienced this and their babies turned out the pipe. Like... Uh, I would encourage her to find a community of um, moms like her that are facing this, because most times when you have, um, when there are like a group of people that you see that you're not ignored in it, I think it kind of like helps because you realize that, okay, there are other moms who have experienced this and they have shared their and their babies are good so I would tell her to find the community like that and to find also supportive um, like maybe friends and family who are around her who who would talk to her to let her know that and myself as well you know to talk to her as, as a mom that has experiences to, to tell her that um, she's doing her best she doesn't need to punish herself because i feel she's punishing herself because only to punish herself pumping went most of the time it's the sense of what she gets cannot be used because then I mean, it's filled with blood so why are you punishing yourself punishing yourself do you think it's making up for it's like punishing yourself is making up for not giving it you know so you feel even if I'm not giving it. And when you don't pump, you feel, maybe if I pump, I'll get something today, you know. So when you don't pump, you're still feeling like you're feeling guilty that you're not trying at this try. And when you try, you don't get a good result. So what's the essence of trying? when you already know the result of trying that um it's still gonna end up with you getting blood. So you just you just keep on trying, hoping one day the bleeding will stop, you understand. So I will tell my daughter, if you need to go for therapy or cancer, please do. Because if you keep it and you don't talk about it to someone, it could eat you up. And then yeah, it could lead to other things later on. Making you feel like you're seeing you as a boy. Making you, you feel like you're not doing it enough. And the truth is you're doing enough. really, really doing your best. And your best is good enough.
1: Do you genuinely feel in your heart that you deserve to be punished? I just don't want you to hurt yourself.
0: But if, if I stop, how do I know when it's getting better? But I don't know how to stop. I think that's my problem.
1: Would you tell her to keep trying?
0: No, because she could hurt herself. Because because if if she's in a kind of pain I am out of her to stop, because breasts uh tender, any 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 mis, any mistake could, you know, cost someone. And especially for women, we we always told to be careful, examine our mess and move up. So knowing that you are hurting your 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 breast that way and it could lead who knows what it could lead to, I would tell her to stop because there's that time that I was having um like discoloration when it was happening like that. So I would not want her to 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 experience that. I would not want her to experience that not because of one thing. You end up questioning yourself.
1: I feel like you're talking to yourself.
0: I think so. I think I am. (laughs) I think I am. I think I am. I am talking to myself, and I hope I listen to myself because anytime I think about it, I'm always crying. So I hope I listen to (sighs) myself.
1: I hope you listen to you too. Is there anything else that you want to share?
0: I think there's a celebration for breastfeeding day, or people don't really talk about moms who can't breastfeed. The pain, the shame, the guilt, you know, of trying and trying and trying, and you don't get anything. People are always celebrating, oh, I breastfed my baby for for 10 years Well, five years, for two years. <laughs> like people are not celebrating moms who tried. I tried, I tried, I couldn't you know because so many moms are still walking around with that guilt that they could not, you know. And some of them just need someone who can counsel them to say, you did your best. I just want to say that people should be more kind especially to moms because we already beat ourselves up for so many things. Are we spending enough time with them? Are we we doing the best for them? So if you're not helping a mom, don't hold her down. Don't make her feel worse. If you're not there to help or encourage, just keep quiet. We should be more kind to each other, even other moms as well, because um, a certain journey was easy and smooth for you. And you don't understand what um, the other person passed through. Still try to understand, you know. I'll just end with be kind. You should all be kind. You should try to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. I really love it. The world would be very different if everyone had that as an initial thought when they went out and interacted with other people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I need your help. To help this show get in front of more mama listeners who might benefit from these stories, please follow, rate, and review the podcast. Go to MamaIHearYou.com on whatever device you use to listen to your podcast and click on the button that says Rate This Show. That's M-A-M-A-I-H-E-A-R-Y-O-U.com. Also at MamaIHearYou.com, there is one of my favorite things. You can record your answer to the fun question of the month, such as, Where do all the missing socks go? The answers will be pieced together in upcoming episodes with some of the best answers shared on Mama I Hear You's Instagram page and in the Facebook group. And finally, I would love to hear from you. At the website, you can leave me an audio message about the show or just motherhood in general, as well as fill out a short form if you'd like to share your own motherhood story on the show. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to connecting with you.